Behind this door is another dimension. Welcome to Enter the Flow Zone podcast. This is the only podcast that teaches people the secrets of peak performance, positive psychology, and mindset mastery to help unlock your flow state. Here's your host, certified flow coach and international happiness consultant, Sumed Chatterjee. Hey there, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Enter the Flow Zone podcast. I'm your host, Sumat Chatterjee. I'm a flow state coach. I help you feel better and perform better. If you haven't done so already, check out the other podcast episodes. We have amazing guests on every single week. So if you guys haven't checked it out, we also have the book TPM out right now, Theatroplasticity Method, about how theater can actually change your brain cells, change your mind, change your neurons, all right? We have an incredible guest with us once again, Derek Feiler. He's a coach. He's a mind, body, spirit catalyst, longevity coach. He's a uh, two times on it academy specialist. How are you doing, brother? Doing great, man. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this this interview, this podcast, man. Um, where are you tuning in from? I am from Gainesville, Florida. Awesome. So all the way across. <laughs> awesome, man. In Central Florida, a place in Florida that really the only thing people know of is the University of Florida. So the University of Florida Gators is the famous uh, aspect of Gainesville, Florida. Awesome. Go Gators. <laughs> all right. Gators. Awesome, man. So tell the audience a little bit about your journey and give them a little bit of a brief about how you became a, a man of service, a coach. Ooh, <clears throat> where do I start? Um, well, I would say that, you know, when I was about 14 years old, I started playing football and I started weightlifting and I fell in love with weightlifting and when I got out of high school, I kind of, you know, I was in shape, you know, I was healthy because you know, I was thinking I was in shape, but I could eat whatever I want, do whatever I want because I was a young kid. But after high school, I kind of, you know, slipped off and was eating whatever I want, but I stopped working out. And around like 18 to 22, I pretty much, you know, did the college life thing, kind of slacked off and didn't do much. And I looked at myself in the mirror one day and I remembered how I looked when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18. And I was like, oh no, oh no, this can't happen. So I was like, I was skinny fat. So I was like, I was still slim, but I could see that I was gaining weight around my midsection and I knew I needed to start working out again. But for some reason, I had this calling to focus on my diet first. So I was probably around 195 um, skinny fat, and I started focusing on my diet. And the first thing I did was I just started buying groceries and cooking and uh, making every meal that I ate. And I lost like 30 pounds in like two months. So I went from like skinny fat to super skinny. <laughs> so I knew I needed to start working out again and I started training and I started, uh, 
you know, doing a lot of research on the diet aspect because it was like, I started with Weight Watchers. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. So I was just basically like adding points, but I knew there was more to learn. And I basically did a lot of research from like 22 to, you know, 25 on just like diet. And I was, you know, doing a little bit of the exercise research, but I knew a lot from like football and I was getting in really good shape and I was in really good health. And I tried, I tried like pretty much everything, like, you know, six meals a day, counting your macros, um, car backloading, keto, um, fasting, paleo diet. I mean, I tried everything. And it got to the point where I like had all this knowledge, health, and fitness that I felt like, man, I need to do something with this because I was working at a desk job and I hated every second of it. And I already knew from like growing up that I was like, I didn't want to be a part of this nine to five world. So around 25 26 my mom passed away and when my mom passed away i knew like or after i went through like this major depression like i knew like deep down inside like okay i gotta do something with my life because you know i fear a lot of things about myself but this happened unexpectedly and i was like well what else like what worse could happen than this so i was like i'm just gonna do whatever i'm just gonna i started, you know, taking certifications and went to Honor Academy. And, and it's funny because when I went to Honor and uh, did one of my certifications, I was around gym owners, fitness gurus, people with like thousands of Instagram followers, you know, all these athletes. And I fit right in. And I'm the only person out of like 30 people that works at a bank <laughs> so i was like yeah this is where i belong this is what i want to do and after i did my certifications and i got back like i did a couple and i was still working at the bank and i eventually actually got fired from the bank because i wasn't doing like a good job anymore i just couldn't do it and they even told me like this isn't for you anymore like you know this and this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to you and it was because that's, you know, what started me to, you know, do personal training and coaching. Amazing. So. What a journey. <laughs> it's like a roller coaster and it's like a movie trailer at the same time. It's like, it's, yeah, what an incredible journey, brother. Thank you for sharing that. Um, well, that's the first ride. <laughs> yeah. And it really sounds like a hero's journey of, you know, really transmuting your pain and being able to you know, overcome a lot of barriers and and you know you went through a bunch of roadblocks so for let's say that you you went into an elevator right and you spoke to your younger self uh what is something that you would tell young Derek that would inspire him to maybe take a similar path or journey or something inspiring If I were to speak to my younger self, yeah. Ooh, I would definitely say take action and don't overthink. 
Don't don't analyze what you need to do. Just do something. Right on. Uh, so this podcast is all about, you know, being in the zone, being in the flow state from science to spirituality. And I see a lot of your posts are also, you know, combining, you know, spirituality and in terms of fitness. And you're really into the whole mind, body, spirit integration. Talk to me a little bit about that. Where did that influence come from? That influence definitely came from my my mother's passing. So my well, my mother's passing and also my first steps in entrepreneurship. So it's like the trials and tribulations to both, which you know I had to learn like, or I would say more so I was forced into this path. Like the universe is like constantly giving me you know these things, and I have like this deep knowing and understanding like all this is happening for me to help the world because I'm using my strength and my you know intuition and my mental you know capabilities to help me get through this and uh so my mom committed suicide and you know like her whole thing was mental health and not believing in herself and being depressed and not having that spirituality aspect to it not you know nothing to look forward to in life um not believing in anything other than you know what the doctors told her her you know to do or whatever and you know for me that was a that's a really big thing because you know i know that we all have something that we're dealing with but i just feel like when it comes to mental health that's a huge issue in society today and it's a lack of support and also a lack of understanding and I feel like if I was able to help my mother through the spiritual journey back then I could have possibly you know changed something but back then it was all about just diet nutrition or exercise for me so I have realized throughout this process for myself how big that aspect is when it comes to mindset and spirituality and also you know Owning a gym for three years, you know, that's a up and down roller coaster as well. And looking back, you know, I believe everything that happens to us is a reflection of our inner, you know, thought processes going on. And I look back and I go, oh, this is an up and down thing. Well, so is my thoughts. It was up and down, you know, believing, not believing, believing, not believing. So it's really about getting in the zone of having faith and surrendering is what I've learned, you know, throughout that process. Incredible, brother. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for sharing that so vulnerably uh, to the audience. And uh, my condolences, brother. I, I mean, I really respect that, man, that the fact that, you know, you're able to to share that with the world because you're we can really transform our mess into our message. You know, it's like it's so inspiring to see people take the pain that they had, swallow that pain and be like a, like a Phoenix rising from the ashes. You know, I think that's, that's really empowering when, when people can do that. So it's interesting to me how you said that, you know, spirituality would have helped mental health, you know? And I think that a lot of the times that is that missing piece. So yeah, thanks for pointing that out because I think a lot of people need to hear that message. Um, so how do you personally 
you know, maintain and stay in the zone yourself. Let's say that you're training a client or maybe you're in the gym yourself. I see you in your workouts, man. You got that energy, you know? Uh, so how do you maintain that zone for yourself, brother? Well, it's really all about filling up my day um, with positive things for myself first. So like self-love or whatever it is. And, you know, I have a tendency to overthink and get in my thoughts and it gets chaotic. Like a thought comes in and I analyze it. A thought comes in and I analyze Like, so I've learned for myself, like I need to train. I need to lift heavy. I need to eat healthy. I need to get sleep. I need to journal. I need to practice breathing. And I also need to allow myself to have thoughts and just let them flow through me and not really so much pay attention to everything that I believe or everything that I think about myself. So it's like, for me, it's really just, I had to learn through certain experiences in my life to figure what's best for me but it's really just putting together everything daily um because i would say like working out and eating right was all or not always but has been like kind of automatic for me for like a decade but really like my self-doubt and you know my overthinking has been big so really journaling and breathing has been really big for me or breathing correctly. <laughs> no, that's huge, man. The, the monkey mind, the inner critic, you know, that's, that's what stops a lot of people from the flow. So the fact that, you know, you get into your body again, it's super powerful and specifically, you know, grounding practices or breath work and all these things that you mentioned are very, very useful. So, and as well as diet, right? Serotonin is built in the gut. And, you know, it's, that's that thing that gives us that meaningfulness in life. So for sure, man, like, and also, you can go outside. And <laughs> outside, yeah, nature for sure, man. Yeah. And what you said about the thoughts was really interesting to me, letting the thoughts flow through you. You know, uh, one of my mentors, and uh, I do a master class every day. And so last night he was saying, you know, our thoughts are like little pebbles in the water. You know, and sometimes they're big pebbles or big rocks or boulders, right? But what we try to do is we try to lift up the pebbles. We try to prevent the ripples from happening, whereas we, ju we should just let them happen. You know, and, and that was a great, like, imagery, I thought, in terms of that. Because a lot of the times we try to stop the thoughts, whereas we just kind of have to be able to be present with them. Yes, that's what I would do. I battle with my own head constantly. And, you know... Now, also, a big thing for me when it came to this was also using psychedelics. I have also experienced or experimented with psychedelics as well, and it allowed me, especially with mushrooms, allowed me to realize how chaotic my thought process is. And the mushrooms, you know, from my experience, they, if you take enough, gets you to a point where it eliminates it. It eliminates that thought process. It eliminates your ego. And just like 
having the understanding of what that feeling is like, it's like when I have stressful days or, um, you know, that my brain's firing off of that overthinking, I have that experience of what it's like. And so I know other techniques to use to get back to that. So it's like staying grounded is huge for me because I am a high energetic person and I like to go, 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 go. So it's like for me to ground myself is really big. And it really starts with my mind. Like there's, there's been times where I realized like I could have like a full fledged conversation or plan out a whole day in my head. But what it was really doing was getting me away from, you know, other things. So I had to learn how to write things down or the journaling too. It's like all these things that I have put together for myself has kept me in a state of that flow. And that's what I believe is very important. It's like, you got to take care of yourself first and it's up to you to see the patterns that you have and what's not working and to you know see what will work for you and just take action on it totally man and yeah i'd have to agree with you in terms of the psychedelics i mean in terms of that that's a very powerful flow state catalyst for sure because what it's essentially doing is like you're experiencing that ego death right and you're kind of seeing behind the scenes of your mind so in any kind of internal practice, whether it's journaling, meditation, you know, even psychedelics, I think psychedelic, the word itself, I mean, mind expanding, right? So it, I feel like it's creating more space in the mind. Yeah. Actually handle those barrage of thoughts, right? So, yeah, for sure. Um, so I saw in your profile that you're a longevity coach. Uh, could you speak to me a little bit about that and what... Um, what personal uh, revelations you've had in terms of that? Well, when I first started my health journey, or I was like, you know, getting really extreme with it because I've been called extreme before. My my goal is to live to a hundred healthy, you know. So it's like, obviously, I'm not too obsessed with it because I could go at any second now. But it's like, I don't want to be you know, 60, 70 years old and I can't walk around and play with my kids or play with my grandkids or whatever it is and, or just not have fun anymore. So it's like longevity coach to me is like helping people live longer and thrive in life so they can always have fun and also care about themselves. Cause I have this, like, you know, I'm only 31 and I have people telling me when they're 30 or, you know, but they're old. And I'm like, yo, we're just getting started. So <clears throat> if you're not feeling better now, if you're not feeling good now, how are you going to feel at 40? How are you going to feel at 50? So it's important for me to, you know, help people, you know, always feel good about themselves and, you know, live a happy, healthy, long life. And that's, or through that, you know, journey for myself I've realized that longevity comes with all these certain aspects because you can eat right train right you know but if you're super stressed all the time and you're not getting sleep you know it's not 
that healthy eating and that training isn't really doing much for you. So that's why right now I'm considering myself a longevity coach. I'm actually in a transition myself. So it's like you're talking to me in a true transition because I just closed the gym that I owned for three years uh, in January. So I'm kind of like transitioning to online and, you know, transitioning to remote coaching and stuff like that. So because like at the gym, I was only doing the training aspect and some of the nutrition, but I wasn't able to help that much throughout the mindset and spiritual practice. And I know that's what I want to do. So that's why I said longevity coach. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's incredible. I, I like that mindset shift of like really being healthy when you're old and having fun when you're old. I think a lot of people have a diff- complete opposite mindset of like, oh, I'm going to get weaker when I'm old. And like this kind of mentality of like, oh, of course, that is the truth is that our bodies are decaying. However, at the same time, I look at it specifically like when you're wrinkling, it's like you're wrinkling out of your body into your soul. Like that's one of the mentality that like I've I've switched on in my brain. Whereas, you know, when when we're getting older, we're also getting wiser in terms of our own experiences. And so why not use that wisdom? I mean, true wisdom is knowledge applied. Right. So being able to use that. Yeah. And I truly believe, like, if you tell yourself you're old and you're going to get old and, and wrinkly and have a bad time, you, you will. So it's all about, you know, to me, it's all about your mindset. Like, you're saying you're old at 30. Like, yeah. you're definitely telling yourself you're old. So keep telling yourself you're old and keep telling yourself, you know, all these things is going to happen. So that's, that's the mind part. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that self-talk for sure. That's 100% of the thing, right? To be able to talk to ourselves in an empowering way. So, yeah, man, I, I get inspired a lot by imagery too. Um, and I went through your story, you know, uh, and I saw Wolverine. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm personally, you know, very inspired by images like Doctor Strange, Bruce Lee, you know, the Limitless movie, Osmosis Jones, you know, Space Dandy. I mean, the list goes on, you know, so... Um, when you posted on your story about Wolverine with that kind of, you know, I think of Wolverine as this kind of unbreakable character, like that adamantium, you know, energy, quite badass energy. So speak to me a little bit about that influence and of this particular X-Men, if you want to call him that, and how do images communicate to your craft? Ooh. Well, Wolverine's been my favorite character, you know, more so of the unbreakable aspect and also because he's a smart ass, you know, like I, I, that's my, my, I'm kind of smart ass and I'm kind of, I don't give a F about anything, you know, type deal too. Like if people are, you know, I don't give a F what you think. And, uh, that's like, he's always called to me with that, you know, when it comes to ego, like using your ego, like I'm going to charge through, I'm going to break through, do whatever I got to do. I'm the best you know, type thing that's, you know, and then also he's a badass character. I mean, come on, like, he's just, um, you know, I have a, several different characters, but, you know, Wolverine's always been my favorite. And, you know, that's really it is the determination, you know, that I'm going to you know, do what I got to do to get things done type deal. I mean, that's how Wolverine is. I'm going to do what I got to do to, you know, obviously in the comics, it's kill this person, or, you know, break through the walls and 
attack everybody or whatever. But, you know, that's how I look at Wolverine. He's just unstoppable. And he'll never be beat. And, you know, kill him, he'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> totally, man. Yeah, it's that, that relentless energy. You know, th- there's always this kind of stereotype in the flow state community of like flow is always about like, Oh, going with the flow. And it's like the surfer take it easy vibe. But I think it's honestly about discipline as well as like gaining a certain level of mastery over yourself. And it's about getting to the top of the mountain, but it's about getting to the top of the mountain in a flexible way and if you end up on a bigger mountain, you might as well accept that too. It's like, you're not attached to the mountain that you climb. It's just the fact that you're on the journey that it's propelling mm-hmm. you forward, you know? So yeah, I just wanted to clarify that for the audience listening. If you think that, you know, the flow state is kind of this whimsical, of course it can be a very quasi mystical state. I'm not denying that, but I think there is this element of peak performance that a lot of people forget about. Yeah. I truly think it's a balance of all of it. I don't, I feel like, you know, if you, there's, I know, you know, I have friends that they just, they want to sit around and wait for something to pop in their lap too. So, you know, I truly believe you got to think about it, desire it or whatever. And when it shows up, take action on it. You can't just sit around and miss opportunities. Or there's some people that just, they take action, take action, take action, take action, they get things done. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm one of those that, have, you know, I think about it, manifest it, and then it shows up. I don't know if you know anything about human design, but I'm a manifest generator. And when I learned that, I'm like, whoa, no wonder when I'm trying to just do, 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 I never, I'm never happy. I got to sit back and think and really write things down and really, you know, meditate on it first. That's awesome, brother. Get really like zanned out and then Wolverine. <laughs> Excellent, man. I'm also a manifesting generator, so it's cool that two manifesting generators are speaking right now because that's, that's going to create some energy, man. We're going to create something powerful right now with this podcast for sure. So, yeah, man. Um, I'm in the similar belief system of like you got to have sovereignty and discipline as well as surrender and letting go. Like I think that both aspects are incredibly important for us to tap into that flow. And and I do believe in the idea of integration and fine tuning that intuition within, right? And when you talked about manifesting, I think that's a great example because you're using your heart, which is this remote control, right? You can go to as many channels as you want, but then you need your mind to actually think of the images and visualize them, right? So you need your heart and your head to work in, in synchrony or synergy so yeah talk to me about your personal experience with that manifestation because you know it's it's a term that people kind of throw around but i always love to learn the personal you know examples or or the experiences that people have gone through in terms of that so what are what is your experience with manifesting brother i mean the biggest one for me is me opening up a gym I mean you know and also you know manifestation can work in both ways you know you might get something you don't want because you're in that space of negativity or whatever but like for me you know I was determined to get out of an office job 
and uh, it was like, I don't know, maybe a week or so. Like I knew I wanted a gym, but it was like a week or, week or so before I got fired because when I was doing like my certifications and all these things, I knew I just wanted to train people, but I didn't act exactly know like what am I supposed to be doing but it came to me like I think like a week or two before I got fired and I wrote down on a piece of paper I want a garage gym and you know I didn't know I was gonna get fired but two weeks later or so I got fired and the first thing that happened to me was like oh shit I don't have an income and but I like got back into that or I went back into my book or my journal and I saw that I wrote, you know, I want a garage gym. And I told myself that I'm not going back to an office job or anything. I'm going to get this garage gym. So I pretty much just stayed the course with my, you know, intuition not to go like find work and also just like really put focus mentally into figuring out how to open a gym and you know sure enough all these several different opportunities came to me to open up gyms or you know meeting a neck here and there and it was really just about navigating my way on which path to take and I would say like throughout that experience when it was like becoming more real and real is like I had a warehouse gym now this is a funny story deep down inside this path that i was taking to open up this garage gym i kind of felt like it was too good to be true but like i also was like kind of in resistance to it like this is not necessarily what i exactly want i wanted a garage gym at a, at a house like i wanted a house with a garage gym but i ended up getting a warehouse with a giant overhead and then you know fast forward two years the coronavirus happens and i had to close for months while everybody with their garage gyms at their home was able to train people <laughs> so i sat back i was like wow you know i really did truly like want that garage gym at my house i ended up getting a garage gym at a warehouse but i kind of learned like listen to your gut like i've Deep down, is like I was kind of in resistance to it, but I just was like, oh, this is too good to be true because it's like the first time all this stuff was happening to me. But now I'm like, no, I, I need to learn how to fine tune exactly what I want. You know, it might not happen the way I want it to, but, you know, I want to be more specific and fine tune exactly and listen to my heart always now. So that was a lesson for me. But like through manifestation, you know, like I was set and I put my intentions out there that I will have a gym and it just came. That's and I never, I only trained, you know, for a couple months, like actual clients. Like I had all this knowledge and all this stuff, but like I was a personal trainer maybe for less than a year. And people, you know, a lot of people go, I can't open up a gym or I can't do this because I don't have the, you know, the credentials or the experience or whatever. And I'm like, nah, man, you, if you can do whatever you want. If you really believe in yourself and believe that you can do it, it will happen. And I was successful at, you know, training clients out of gym for three years. And I, you know, it got to the point, though, where 
I knew deep down inside I didn't want to be a garage gym trainer my whole life, you know, and also the overhead and all these things and dealing with the coronavirus. And it's like, I want to, I want to put myself out in the world more freely and be, you know, be able to travel more and, you know, operate in different areas rather than be stuck, you know, to one thing. So, you know, a lot of people might, they might start something and oh, I got to stick with this, you know, this is all I know how to do when deep down they might want to do something else. Like, no, you can always switch avenues and switch paths. And so that's another thing too. So now I'm in the process of transitioning and manifesting a new path. Yeah, man, that that's so true that the refinements element of manifesting, like getting specific on it. Like personally, I've never tried this aspect of doing it like this before, but now I have this thing called a quantum journal. And in there, I just write what I want in big, bold letters, and then I get really specific about what I want. So if I write down dream body, I'll get even the how I want my elbows to look <laughs> to the extreme. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it's really helpful to write it down. And like you said, you immediately you wrote it down in the journal. And that actually, you know, you're remembering twice like you're writing as well as thinking about it and maybe you're saying it out loud to people like using all of our senses at once you know it it just has much more of that energy behind it so yeah that's awesome man Um, yes and then when you start telling people that you're you're going to open up a gym like your family your friends or you know your spouse or whatever they're like looking at you like you know you're crazy and especially with like at that time, I was living with a spouse, and uh, you know, I had no income, but I was able to somehow manage to get through that process, you know, by things happening or getting a client here and there to train outdoors or something. And you know, it was it, looking back, it's like crazy how life, you know, if you stay positive and believe, it, it, you'll be carried. You know, things will happen for you to take that opportunity and take that path yeah man i can definitely resonate with that idea of like the we have auto suggestions which we tell ourselves but then we have hetero suggestions from other people you know the things that uh, you know they fill our heads with so it's really important to distance ourselves from any kind of doubts that might trickle in you know i mean mm-hmm. like that whole idea of other people telling you different ideas that maybe you have a specific dream and they're telling you you can't do it. The thing that the way I see it is they weren't there with you when you thought of that idea in the first place. Like they weren't there in your mind. You know what I mean? They weren't there in the launch process where you got super inspired and like tapped in and you were like, yes, I'm going to do this thing. They only heard about that later when you're telling them and then they might be like, oh yeah, that's great. But is that realistic or what? so so they can never really know what's going on in your own head and so when you let other people's opinions opinions also being temporary things right when you let other people's opinions make your decisions temp make your decisions permanent like that's that starts to become a problem so yeah for sure like i've experienced that too in my life where i've gone ahead and tried to do something and then someone was like no that's not possible dude or whatever right so (laughs) Yeah, being realistic. That's the that, I've heard that so many times in my life. That's like, so what? Or be realistic. So what is realistic? I you got to ask them. So what's realistic? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your idea of realistic? Because this is my idea of realistic. So. Yeah. For sure, man. So 
In terms of your own mentality, which, which seems to be growing every single day as you're, as you're charting your path, you're going throughout this transition, you, you want to manifest this new stage of your, of your business. Um, what's the mentality that you maintain or, or what inspires you daily to, to keep that momentum moving? Ooh. Well, my mentality is that I don't create abundance, I create limitations. There's abundance around me already, all the time, everywhere, at every second. I'm the one that, you know, will create the limitation of why I can't have what I have or why I can't do what I do. And what inspires me is like people doing their thing. People, you know, putting themselves out in the world and, you know, like-minded community. Uh, and also knowing that there's people that need help and want help and I want to be there for them. That's really the, I mean, that's really the big inspiration for me and also just having fun. I just want to have fun. I want to have fun and be free, free to do what I want and have fun at the same time. Right on, man. I like that. Um, talk to me about your experience at, uh, at Onnit Academy. How was that like? And just being around those people and what was something very, let's say something very unique about that experience for you? Oh, well, so on it, you know, I was buying their supplements for years before I like decided to get a certification with them, but I knew that, or they were like in the early stages of their gym even though it was like all built up, but they switched from DeFranco's gym over to the like now on it gym, like right around the time that I went. And I just remember like going to Austin, Texas. And I'm, I'm like, I'm going to go. I went from the plane to the Airbnb straight to on it before even the whole thing started. Like I just wanted to go. And as soon as I walked in, I, it felt like home. It felt like, this is where I'm supposed to, you know, I'm supposed to be here to do what I, you know, learn these things or whatever. Just like, like, it was almost like deja vu. I don't know. It just felt like I've already been here in a way. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I did cryotherapy. I got a smoothie. I did a tour of the gym, you know, and I just remember walking in and just seeing all the, you know, photos on the wall or, the, you know, quotes and all, some of the people working out. And I was like, this place is serious. And uh, it felt like I could feel the energy just from being in there, how like amazing it was. And I would say like one of the most unique experiences for me was like realizing how incredibly gifted and intelligent the coaches are that are there. Like I know that I learned from some of the best in the world, you know, John Wolf and, you know, Isaac and, you know, Marcus Martinez and Primal Soldier, who's probably the most popular one, but like all these people like are just insane. They're insanely intelligent and they're insanely passionate and just like getting down to the, you know, details of how to coach was like unbelievable because I did, you know, other certifications and I went to other coaches and learned, but this was just insane. Uh, Shane Hines, He's really smart, very intelligent. And some of these guys is like, who are these guys? 
Yeah, it's like exactly. It's like they don't need to be super popular, you know, but they're super brilliant. And that's what I've learned too about myself. Like some of the most popular people I met, they're not they're not the most intelligent people I met. You know, one of my biggest mentors in life, he I have more followers than him. So it's like it's like you I feel like when you're in that vibration, you connect with the right people for yourself too. Like, and I felt like that's what it was for me at on it. It was like, these are my people. This is like my family. And I've met so many great people, you know, even outside of on it that, you know, came to get the certifications and also the connections that they have. It's like, I have this big, huge, giant on it family out there. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's the unique part. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So my next question is, what is your favorite workout equipment? Like, is it a kettlebell? Is it a resistance band? You know, is it a dumbbell? Is it a, you know, a barbell? Like, what, what would be your favorite, like, you know, equipment to use? If you could choose one, if you're in an island somewhere, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, kettlebell. That's the, for that, for that specific question island somewhere yes a kettlebell like a kettlebell you can do everything with you can do all sorts of things you can train every part of your body and all there's so many creative things that you can do like if i was on an island i could you know tie it to a rope and drag it through the sand you can't i mean you can do that with a barbell but it, or a dumbbell but it's not the same you know <laughs> so it's like yeah kettlebells for sure throw it around you know whatever um definitely a kettlebell. Mm. Awesome, man. So that's why I got my kettlebell, sir. <laughs> oh, awesome. That's that's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, I know Onnit makes those incredible looking kettlebells with like you know uh, like an ape's face on it and stuff like that. I've seen it on their web. Yeah, amazing, man. So if you could, if you got a megaphone and you could yell into it and the entire universe could hear it, what would be that one message that you would say to people? I, like, uh, I can hear the background. I want to get that megaphone out right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, man, if I had one message, You can, it's pretty hard to put, but it's like, it really starts with you. Like it starts with you, you know, all, everything in your life, your health, your fitness, your relationships, your business, you know, it's a hundred percent of your responsibility. Stop looking for the answers outside of yourself. You know, it all starts within you um, and trust and believe that it does. And, you know, once you start to look inside of yourself and believe in yourself, those opportunities will come, those answers will come, and trust in God and have faith. That's really one of my biggest you know, messages to the world is it starts with you first. So every time I get on a megaphone, however, I'm going to you know, say that message. That's what I would say. Amazing, brother. Thank you so much for sharing that. 
how can people get in touch with you, brother? This is your time to plug yourself. Uh, if anybody wants to, you know, coach with you online or, you know, get in touch with you. Um, my biggest thing right now is Instagram. So Derek underscore Byler. Um, that's my best platform right now. Um, and just, you know, send me a DM and I'm a very people person or a very like big people person. I like to talk and communicate. So I'm very outgoing. So don't be scared. Reach out. I'm willing to help. Awesome, brother. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, take it easy, audience, and may the flow be with you. <laughs> If you enjoyed this Flow Awakening episode, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow at Flowzone Academy on Instagram. That's at F-L-O-Z-O-N-E-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y. May the flow be with you and stay legendary. Until next time, Flowmies.